0: Hello and welcome to the Leaders' Council podcast with me, Scott Challoner. The podcast, just like the Leaders' Council itself, is all about recognising and celebrating the people who keep this country running. We exist to give leaders a voice outside of their own organisation and to support them in the same way that they support their staff every single day of the week. If you are in a leadership position yourself and would like to have your voice heard on the national stage, please go to leaderscouncil.co.uk forward slash apply. Joining me on today's programme, on a sunny but cool autumn day here in the capital, it must be said, is Tamsin Barber. Tamsin is a chiropractor at Cathedral Chiropractic, an award winning clinic based over in Cornwall. Um, Tamsin became sole director of Cathedral Chiropractic in the early part of this year and has since set about guiding the business through the ongoing COVID 19 situation. Um, Tamsin, very warm welcome to yourself and thank you ever so much for joining us.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: It's a real pleasure. Now, um, normally at this point in the programme, we would dive straight into the subject of leadership and bring that into focus. But I've already mentioned the ongoing COVID-19 situation and how you've been having to manage that. So, let's start from that angle. Um, To what extent, Tamsin, has it affected you and your business?
1: Um, Well, initially, it was um, really quite terrifying, to be honest. I was following it um as it approached in march and having just taken over the business i was fairly new to the um to the situation and i could see this covid crisis approaching and realized that a shutdown was pretty much inevitable and i couldn't really see what i was going to do about it um i took a lot of advice, I spoke to a lot of people, including even my dentist who ended up with me crying on his shoulder and I was in a bit of a panic actually if I'm honest initially Um, but actually by the 23rd of March when the government said that they were going to furlough everyone and that there would be a £10,000 grant I actually calmed down a hell of a lot that took care of the first few weeks worth of what I was going to do and it took care of paying my staff so I shut on the 23rd of March I shut the clinic um, I took the next three weeks to kind of regroup and work out what on earth I was going to do about it as it became apparent that we weren't going to be able to reopen for several more months um, and this was following the advice from our um, association, the British Chiropractic Association. Um, I did try to move our services online. Um, as a chiropractor, it's extremely difficult to do what I do for a Zoom call. However, I did conduct quite a few interviews with patients online and it was reasonably successful. Um, after about three weeks of actually. I hate to admit it, but I really quite enjoyed the time out at that point. Mm. I started to, I started to go back to work. Um, I mean, obviously, I was working in that I was seeing patients online, but I started to go back as in I started to um, decorate. I pulled the clinic apart from top to bottom, and I painted everything, and I cleaned everything, and I scrubbed everything, and I spent a lot of time working out how we were going to open in a safe and secure environment keeping myself my staff and my patients um safe um and eventually yeah we aimed to open on the 1st of June and we did and we've been running since then on restrictions but it's getting we're get, as we're getting used to it and we're getting more accustomed to working with restrictions and with PPE and um, longer times, it's actually, it's working all right. We're a long mm. way from being um, at 100% like we were before, but we're not doing too badly at the moment. Mm.
0: Certainly encouraging to hear. And it seems as if it's been a productive time. Of course, you've used the, uh, the shutdown to um, conduct a uh, refurbishment of your premises. Um, you've gotten to grips with the uh, the remote working side of things. Um, from adapting to this new reality, um Would you say there's anything positive that you've actually learned about yourself in a leadership capacity from this whole experience as well?
1: Um, I think that I've learned that I'm actually able to take advice. I'm able to listen to people. Um, I'm able to find people who will give me the appropriate advice. Um, I don't know everything. I'm fairly new to this leadership um, malarkey. But Um, I do now have, I relied very heavily on my bookkeeper, on my accountant, um, yeah, um, on my dentist, Um, and they've all given me really very excellent advice. Um, And then, yeah, as well as that, I've relied quite heavily on on the BTA, who have also really been um, amazingly supportive through this time, Um, both with advice, support, and also, yeah, educational podcasts, which mm. have helped in loads when it came to yeah taking the clinic online it's 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 a
0: real positive that's come out of this whole situation, isn't it? That sort of real sense of collaboration that we've never really seen before. And it's that recognition that we're all in the same boat. And even in leadership roles, running our own businesses, even if we're in competition with each other, we're not alone, are we? That We can always look to others for advice and we can always look at various different resources. And indeed, um, we've already, of course, mentioned the L word, learning, but that is fundamentally what leadership is all about. It is learning. It is trial and error. And in a way, so is running a business. And in fact, a lot of people who have come onto this uh, programme during the course of the pandemic have described it as being like their first days back in business, going back to basics, going back to trial and error, because they're having to adapt so much.
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's been an extremely steep learning curve for me. Um, But yes, ultimately, very rewarding. And what i have learned is how amazing my staff are actually mm. i've really learned how they are they have pulled together they have become incredibly flexible in their in their working and they yeah they've without them there's no way i could have done this they have been absolutely awesome
0: it's really, really good to hear that the people around you have really sort of rallied and brought the best out in themselves during a time of adversity. And indeed, it is something we've also seen a lot of over the year, the last few months as well. And we are going to need that in future, um, especially from younger generations, aren't we? Because there are going to be so many people out there who are looking at the economic impacts of this COVID-19 pandemic, looking at what it's doing to their employment prospects and are probably going to be downhearted. But the message to those people is, essentially not to give up, bring out your best self during this time?
1: Oh, absolutely. Uh, it, it is, in, on, in many aspects, it, it, it at first glance appears to be an absolute disaster. But there are so many opportunities to be had at the moment, um, which is, is really good. Yeah, um, it is good. There are good things to be had. It's It's scary, but there are good things to be had.
0: There are. There there certainly are. There certainly are. There will be opportunities, of course, as a result of this, and it's just making sure that we are in a position to seize upon that. Now, um, just given how your sort of um, running of uh, your business, Cathedral Chiropractic, has transformed during this uh, time, Tamson, I just wanted to Mm -hmm. sort of ask your opinion on this. Um, Do you think that conducting your work remotely is going to be something that you can see happening for the long term and would it be sustainable? Or do you think that patients are going to have to come in for that face-to-face treatment at some point? Because there is the likelihood that given the anxiety, the prolonged anxiety that this is going to cause, even when we do have a vaccine in place, it could still take people a little bit of a while to drum up the courage to go out into clinics, go out into areas where there are lots of people and start living life normally again.
1: Oh, absolutely. I mean, we have been seeing patients since the 1st of June. That's good. Um, We have um, fairly strict social distancing measures in place. Our aim is to make everybody feel comfortable and secure and safe in the environment that we've created. Um, So, yes, moving forward, we really do want to um, continue to see our patients face-to-face. And there's no... um, there's no reason why we can't under the current situation we have um as i said we've got very good policies in place which keeps everybody safe um it does mean that we can't work in any anything more than 50 percent capacity at the moment um just because of the social distancing restrictions um and yes some people are very anxious and really don't want to come in and that's where the online aspect is really coming into into play for us in that we are able to do, to conduct we've got the software in place now in clinic that we can conduct secure interviews online um with our patients we can um we can observe them move we can discuss their needs and their um their aspirations for their care. And if they really aren't ready to come in and um, have because obviously what I do is not um, conducive to social distancing at all. It's very, very hands-on. It's very physical. If they're not ready for that, then I can pull together a treatment plan um, for them to do at home, some exercises, advice, support, which we can follow up over the next week, two weeks, months if we need
0: to. Mm, that's certainly a very positive step and um, I would certainly like to talk about what the future is likely to bring in a little bit more detail just before we do wrap things up on the show because I am conscious that our time is beginning to draw to its close, Hammerson. Um, we know that over the course of the uh, the next year in particular that For a good chunk of it, the new normal is going to be here to stay. There will be restrictions in place, perhaps until the spring, maybe longer. But hopefully, within the next 12 months, also, at some point, we will have fingers crossed a working vaccine and be able to begin to leave the COVID 19 virus itself behind as a challenge. Now, over this next 12 months, what is it that you're really hoping to achieve with all of those challenges in mind? And indeed, where do you see yourselves being at Cathedral Chiropractic this time in a year?
1: Oh, crumbs. Well, I mean, as I said, initially, all I was trying to do is firefight and keep us, keep us afloat as a business. My aspirations now, um, at the moment, I want to keep us as flexible as possible. I do see that there are going to be challenges over the next, certainly the next six months, um, as we uh, get through this, um, second wave and possibly even more on the horizon. Um, I hope that in a year's time we will be back to open um, full-time and I hope that we will be back to seeing our patients at 100% capacity. Um, Our priority is always going to be keeping everybody safe and keeping our patients safe and keeping my staff safe. So we will follow – keep continue to follow the advice that's given to us and continue to adapt to the situation that we find ourselves in. But yeah, I'm hoping, I I think that in a year's time we will be back up to fully um, operational as we were in the beginning of this year
0: let's certainly hope so and i do certainly wish you all the luck in the world in getting back to where you were uh, before all of this uh tamson and i actually think just given how enlightening it's been having you join us on the program today to discuss what's been going on at cathedral i think it would be wonderful to catch up at some point in the next 12 months and have you back on the program just to see how some of those hopes are starting to be borne out
1: And that would be um that would be uh, interesting sorry that would be amazing thank you
0: i'd welcome that opportunity and hopefully um there will be some positive news to share at that point in time and we will be on a positive trajectory um until then and hopefully we do get to speak again in future tampson please do take care and stay safe with everything still going on and that goes for everybody associated with cathedral chiropractic as well
1: thank you and to you too
0: I would like to reiterate that message to all of our listeners tuning into today's podcast as well. Please do continue to look after yourselves, stay well, be considerate of others too, because it makes such a key difference in saving lives at this most difficult time. Um, It was a pleasure for me to welcome Tamson Barber, sole director of Cathedral Chiropractic, onto today's programme. Coming up next on the show today, we'll be joined by Matthew O'Neill for his exclusive interview with former Education Secretary and incumbent Leaders' Council Chairman, Lord Blunkett. Now, Lord Blunkett. David is a politician who enjoyed a distinguished career despite being blind from birth, having served as the MP for the Sheffield, Brightside and Hillsborough constituency for 28 years and held a number of senior positions in the cabinet of Tony Blair during his premiership. David Blunkett has been a member of Parliament's Uphouse since August 2015 when he was anointed Baron Blunkett of Brightside and Hillsborough. And I do hope that you all enjoy listening just as much as Matthew relished the opportunity to speak with him.
2: Here it is now.